You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Joining me today, the Reverend Dr. Roosevelt Gray, Director of Black Ministry for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Pastor Gray, thanks so much for being my guest on The Coffee Hour today. Thank you, Andy, for having me. Dr. Gray, tell us about the the communities and the congregations, the historic black LCMS congregations of the, uh, the, the South and particularly the areas that have been impacted by the storms recently. What history does the LCMS have in these communities? Well, you know, 104 years ago, Rosa Young uh, wrote a letter to the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate asking them to make, make a Macedonian call to Alabama to help her with the spiritual disaster of a lot of African-Americans who had not been so long out of the, the Emancipation Proclamation, and many of the Deep South blacks were still living in poverty and slave conditions. And so she wrote to Booker T. Washington, and Booker T. Washington said, uh, write to the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate, they're doing more for blacks in the South than any other denomination. And so, Rosa, you wrote to uh, the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate, and uh, Pastor Christopher Drews sent down uh, a pastor to look around to see what was going on. And he went and he visited with Rosa and he came back and he said, we need to do the work there. And so he came back as a missionary pastor with Rosa Young and started the missionary endeavor in rural Alabama and some of the other major cities there at that time. And out of that experience, 35 churches throughout uh, Alabama mostly in the South, and 30 schools were started. Uh, the impact of the storm that has come through now, this disaster of, uh, of Hurricane Sally, is that about seven or eight of those congregations are in the eye of the storm. Uh, the five churches that are there, African-American churches that are there in Mobile, and then two churches over in Pensacola. Now, there are other Lutheran churches that are down in that region, but those are the, the, the seven historic black churches that are down there. And I've heard the impact of those churches very severe with the members. Uh, a lot of them have uh, homes have been uh, almost destroyed. Trees are in their, in their homes and on their property. Uh, the congregations have lost some shingles on their, on their roofs and things like that. And so the district president and the, uh, Disaster people are there now trying to identify what are the felt needs and how the, the Senate can go about helping those congregations. So there certainly is a, a, an impact on those congregations. Uh, I, I want to go back to more of the history that you were sharing with us about Rosa Young and uh, the, the evangelist that she was and how that made a difference um, for, uh, for the black people of the South and that connection then uh, to the, the Lutheran Church. This really was revolutionary in her time, wasn't it? Yes, indeed. Many of the blacks who lived in rural Alabama were sharecroppers. And which means then basically they uh, owned a piece of property. But the way that they lived is that they, the main cotton, uh, crop was cotton. And so they uh, sharecropped cotton, and that was the cash crop. And then, you know, they planted different other kinds of crops for their families and things like that. And so many of them really didn't have a, a great uh, educational opportunity if you lived in rural Alabama. And so when Rosa Young started her school in a little town called Rosebud, Alabama, 
it was a great opportunity for those uh, families and children to get a quality education and to go on to be teachers and educate, educators, lawyers, doctors, pharmacists. And uh, when Rosa's school fell on hard times because of the bull weevil that came through, uh, as I said, she wrote to Booker T. Washington, and Booker T. told her to write the Lutheran Church. And when the Lutheran Church came south, the wonderful thing of the church, because we were deeply embedded in Christian education, they would start a Sunday school in the communities, and then out of the Sunday school would start a day school, and out of the day school, a congregation would start. And so within two counties, there were about 28 to 29 churches in those two counties, and most of those churches had schools connected to them. So it was a grand opportunity for young rural Alabamians to get a quality education, to learn about faith in Christ, and to grow up to be great pastors and educators in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. Matter of fact, the, the largest amount of our pastors and educators came out of Alabama and Louisiana uh, because of some of the work Rosa Young did there with Niels Bakke. Tell us about the the reach. How far did, uh, how much of an impact did this work of, of Rosa Young and the the Lutheran schools that that grew out of her efforts and those who partnered with her? Um, tell us about the reach of that. That you mentioned some some leaders that have come out of this. Well, the major reach is that many of the uh, young people who were educated in those rural schools. Uh, went on to Concordia College, Alabama. At that time, it was Luther, uh, uh, Luther Academy, and they went on to be pastors and educators in the church. Uh, many of them then went throughout the United States uh, as teachers in congregations. Uh, many of them went on to become pastors in the church. Uh, you have uh, Reverend Dr. Omar Marshall. Uh, you have Reverend Dr. James Brown, uh, Reverend Dr. Uh, uh, Frank Marshall, uh, Reverend Dr. James Marshall, uh, Reverend Dr. Uh, Warren Davis. And, and so you had a lot of those young men who grew up in rural Alabama became pastors in the church. And uh, now they are 30 to 40 years as pastor in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. And they have made an impact on men like myself and others who have gone on to be pastors in the church. And you can reach throughout the United States where there are African-American Lutherans, and those African-American Lutherans' lives have been affected by uh, those men who came out of the Rosa J. Young schools and congregations in Alabama. So these schools, these congregations are an important part of our history. Uh, you shared earlier that uh, the remaining congregations in the in these communities have been impacted by the storms. There are other things that have certainly impacted these congregations and these schools as well throughout the years. What does what does the impact of the storm have, or the recent hurricane have, on these congregations today and their ability to serve and reach their communities? Well, you know, like most Christians and most congregations, you know, the young people have kind of left the building. Uh, the elderly people are still there. Oftentimes what happened with the storms, it, it comes in, it wrecks havoc on the facilities. And then you have uh, fixed income Lutherans who are there uh, without the capacity to rebuild or to fix the uh, congregations of uh, facilities. And so then it, 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 it just creates a, 
a difficult opportunity for them to continue to share the good news of the gospel because they're trying to fix up their buildings and they're trying to do the necessary things in order to live uh, uh, as members of a congregation. And so the storm then comes through, and congregations that now used to be very lively, exciting congregations, beaming with young people and families, and now they have aged like so many of our congregations. And so when the storm came through then, it just, it just puts a burden on them to continue to move forward, uh, to continue to show up at church, continue to have uh, excitement about sharing the gospel to the people in their communities. And many of these communities have been impacted also. And so now you have a congregation impacted by the storm. Then you have the community whose homes have been impacted by the storm. You have an aging population of people in those communities. And so it becomes very hard for them to rebuild not only the congregation, but also the community in which the congregation has been uh, planted to share the good news of the gospel. The good news of the gospel. Remind us, Pastor, what that that good news is that has sustained these congregations for so long. Oh, wow. Rosa Young Mm -hmm. talked about uh, the gospel coming to Alabama, the pure gospel. And she she talks about uh, people groping in the darkness of sin. And when they heard the pure gospel, that God forgives us of our sins, not because of what we do, because what he has done for us in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. She said a light had come to the dark belt of Alabama, and that light was the glorious news that God loved them and he cared for them enough to send his son, Jesus Christ. And so when the missionaries brought Christ to the communities there, Rosa Young, as an educator with the missionaries, went into those communities and shared with those sharecropping families about a God who loved them. And lives were changed for the good. And many of them went on to get an education who probably wouldn't have been able to get an education because of the fact that they had been shared the good news of the gospel. Their lives had been changed, and they went back to touch the lives of other people. So the gospel has made a, a profound effect on, on that region because of one lady who had a desire to see education and faith be proclaimed to the communities in which she lived. Thanks be to God for Rosa and those who partnered with her to bring that good news of Jesus to those communities, especially through uh, Lutheran Day Schools. And uh, thanks be to God that uh, we still have Lutheran Day Schools today to proclaim that good news. Uh, Any other news to report um, from our brothers and sisters in the the Gulf region of the South? Well, I've, I've spoken with a few of the pastors there in Pensacola and Alabama, and uh, and they simply said the devastation is 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 very great, and now the church is there through disaster ministry and through the district uh, going throughout uh, the regions, looking at the needs of the people and trying to identify how we can go in and help those individuals. So we just encourage the Senate to share their financial resources. All of us can't go down and help rebuild the South, but we can. We can't send financial aid and support to those communities and to the district and to the Senate so that we can help them rebuild their lives so they can feel good about who they are as people of God, and then they can share God's love to the community in which God has called them to serve. The Reverend Dr. Roosevelt Gray, Director for Black Ministry of the LCMS, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Dr. Gray, thank you so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you, Andy. Andy. 